salutations and proclamations. That's right. You are back. You are back. And we are here. We are here. Welcome to the Daily Fit Podcast. I am your host, Philly's number one son, a.k.a. the Body Alchemist. That's right. It is I. It is us. It is we. The Daily Fit Podcast. We are back. Bringing more fitness freshness for you. That's right. Uh, shout out to everyone who tuned in last week for our interview with Richard the Ant Hawthorne, Powerlifting's Elite, who shared so much information. He just he just was dropping tidbits. That's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. That was just part one. Part two, part two is going to knock your socks off. I'm telling you. Uh, and I want to thank him for coming on to the show. Uh, first of all, I just want to break down quickly. I'm a big fan of Richard the Ant Hawthorne's. I love his viewpoints because they're similar to the viewpoints I was raised under. He, in my opinion, is a holistic strength trainer. And holistic, I know a lot of people, what do you mean by holistic? He doesn't just look at it as physical. And I'm not saying a lot of, uh, I'm not saying all the guys out there just look at physical and things like that. But the viewpoint that he has is that there are no limits to a human being's progress. And we tend to limit things by saying that a person's a genius, they're genetically gifted. No, he doesn't, If the way I see it, he doesn't go by that. His thing is, understand how the body works and you can do amazing things. And I appreciate that thought pattern from him. Um, so he's going to be continuing uh, his interview with us. Part two is coming up. So I hope everybody will stay tuned for that. Also, our guest for this week is... The trainer's trainer. That's right. The trainer's trainer is back. You asked. He has come back. And he will be discussing, excuse me, Jeffrey Snyder, the trainer's trainer, has come back to us. And he will be discussing something for the brothers out there. Because, uh, and when I say brothers, I mean my my the men, period. You know, because you're all my brothers. It doesn't matter where you come from. We, were, we came from the creator himself, you know. And we are brothers all the same. Brothers and sisters. But this one's for my brothers out there. And he's going to be discussing aging. That's right. We do it. That's right. We do it too. Men, we age. We get older. You know, he's going to be discussing tips and things to help us maintain our fitness levels, maintain our health levels so that we can age gracefully. We're always talking about uh, uh, women age like fine wine. Well, you know what? It's time we step our game up and we do the same thing because for anybody else out there, I don't know about you. I want to age fine like wine for you know the sisters out there i want to look good for a long time and i want to be strong and healthy for my sisters out there you know what i mean <clears throat> my women out there <clears throat> i should say our women out there you know so he's going to be here dropping some information sharing some tidbits with us you know and that's going to be an interesting uh, uh conversation that we're going to have with him coming up next also we're going to be dropping some jewels. That's right. Dropping Jewels is back with us again. Uh, Brittany Noel is not with us this week. She is in Hawaii vacationing. That's right. By the, well, by this time, she'll probably be back. But, you know, um, we, we pre-record. So she's on vacation. But I have somebody else stepping in for her. And it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a surprise coming up. But just right, uh, dropping the jewels segment, it's going to be discussing low impact workouts for our uh, uh, friends out there who have issues such as osteoarthritis uh, and rheumatoid arthritis and other things like that. You know, that might be plaguing you because I'm sure you want to listen. Just because you have an ailment, just because you're not, you know, uh, you have things that are plaguing you, does not mean that you have to roll over. And I know for a fact there are many of you are like, damn that, I've come to fight. I want to live the best life I can possibly live, and I'd be damn if I'm gonna let something take me over. Well, guess what? Here at the Daily Fit Podcast, we hear you, and guess what? We're here to back you up. That's right. So everybody, thank you for tuning in, and get ready to have some great information shared with you. Welcome to the Daylight Fit Podcast. You're now tuned in to the Daylight Fit Podcast. One more. One more. One more. One more. Daylight Fit Podcast. Oh. Daylight Fit Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We have our guest with us, the trainer's trainer. That's right, the trainer's trainer, Jeffrey Snyder, is back with us today on the Daylight Fit Podcast. And we're going to be discussing issues of um, basically that us men deal with as we age. So 
first of all, welcome, Jeff. How are you doing? How was your Labor Day? How was your weekend? Um, everything is good. I work the weekend, so it's, uh, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm, labor, I'm laboring on Labor Day. A time and a half, yes, I'm laboring on Labor Day. Hey, got to get in where you fit in, right? Got to get in where you fit right. in. While you're sitting home with a day off, I'm laboring time and a half on Labor Day. So I'm good to go. I hear you. I hear you. So, Jeff, what are some of the common issues as a trainer that you uh, dealt with with uh, some of your clients, some of the, uh, your, uh, the men that you've dealt with, you've worked with? What are some of the age, common aging symptoms and situations that they deal with or we deal with? Uh, uh, inflamed joints, bad joints. Okay. Um, obesity, um, stroke, mm. heart attack, high blood pressure, uh, diabetes. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of health issues that go along just with aging alone. But those are some of the issues that I've had to deal with um, personally and uh, and also with, with clients. Okay. What are some of the things? So, all right, let, let's take, uh, you said, like, diabetes and stroke. Let's... Let's go back. Let's go back to the bad joint. Let's start with there. So what are some of the okay. things that you deal with with clients who are coming in that have uh, uh, joint uh, ailments or problems? Uh, I'm sure you've dealt with clients that have maybe pro possibly osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, or just, right. you know, being athletes. Well, arthritis, as, as, you get, as you get older, the arthritis definitely creeps up on you, whether okay. you like it or not. Um, I'm finding a lot of people are getting arthritis at a younger age. Mm. And in why their, in their thirties? Uh, well, basically, it's just repetitive motion. I mean, you know, you're doing the same thing all the time. A lot of people are typing on their computers, right. which they didn't right. do 35 or 40 years ago. So a lot of women, a lot of men, or a lot of people are just in general are just getting issues with their wrists. Okay. Okay. Uh, but the men, in general, it's basically our knees and our hips mm. and lower back, um, because you know we didn't have the. Um, Expensive sneakers now they have air and shock absorbers and things. We just had the TFLs, the, the Chuck, Chuck Taylors. Right. We ran on cement because we didn't know any better. Ah. And, uh, right, yeah, they didn't have center, they didn't have, well, they had center tracks back, but they didn't have these rubberized tracks. Okay. So, um, so we're just, you know, you figure we're running miles, we're playing. Plus, we played, we, we were a lot more active than these kids are today. Okay, okay. So we're you talking know, about so we, more like the baby boomer generation. Yeah, that's my generation. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's my job. Yeah, we played. I mean, you know, we, we went outside and we played from sun up to sundown. Got you. And, you know, we're running on cement, pounding our joints. We didn't know that we were damaging them. You know, so as we got older, that stuff started to, you know, kick in. And playing sports and everything else, that stuff starts to wear and tear on you. Right, right. So uh, how do you help clients who come in with these with those type of issues, those joint issues? Well, first of all, I find out what the range of motion is and what their pain tolerance is. Okay. What they can and can't do. Uh, that's the first thing. And what's, what is the what is the dynamic of their injury? What is, you know, what what have they what have they been doing, or what have they done? Have they gotten cortisone shots? Have they gotten sentinel shots? Uh, are they in physical therapy? So I find out what 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 it is that's going on with their joints first. Then from there, I work out a plan of working around the injury. Okay. So if you can't squat, don't worry about it. We'll do leg stretch extension, your leg curls. You know, if you can't if you can't do a lunge, don't worry about it. You know, certain exercises you just won't be doing. Okay. Okay. You know. Also, too, I do recommend getting in the pool and doing pool therapy. Ah. That, that's less of the joint. Okay. Uh, I, I tell my I tell my clients I do not want you on the treadmill ever. I never recommend the treadmill for my clients ever. And why is that? Because that's not a pounding on the joints. Okay. Uh, I always recommend a difficult machine, a roller, um, stem master. Any low to no impact exercise is what I recommend for all of my clients. And especially the older clients, you know, with joint issues. I say, you walk every day. So let's do something different. Let's do something that's going to stimulate some fat burning and, you know, build your cardio up. Okay. So I have them do that. Um, they look at me like, well, it's hard. I said, yeah, well, it's hard because you don't want to do it. Right. Right. That's how that is. You just don't want to do it. And it's difficult. But once you get the bad lady, that for me tooth and nail. Um, it didn't work through the electrical machine, and she did it a minute a day, and then it went to five minutes, and then she was on 45 minutes, and she loved it. Okay. You know? But it's just, no one wants to do anything that's, that they can't master. Anybody can walk. Anybody can run. But when you get on that elliptical machine, you know, or these gliders, that really makes, that makes a difference. That's hard. That's difficult. Okay. So, uh, so that's what I do. 
another question I have. Now, you you say you also deal with uh, clients that have had uh, di- diabetes and stroke. Right. Uh, well, when I do when I do an assessment, I often find that they're on any medications. Okay. That's very important. If you have medications, and you know, let's say we're working like certain medications you can't take, certain blood pressure medications you have to be be wary of the sunlight. Mm-hmm. Other blood pressure medications or water pills you have to make sure that you're fully hydrated. Right. So these are situations that if you're not hydrated uh, or you haven't eaten, you know, for your blood sugar levels to drop, it could be a recipe for disaster. Okay. So one of the things I always make sure my, my high blood pressure clients, they always have plenty of water, you know, plenty of rehydration. And my diabetic clients, I also make sure that you eat this morning, you know. Right. Um, at the other gym I worked at, um, I would keep penny candy in my um, in my locker. Right, right. Because of the sugar, just to get their blood sugar levels drop, you give them a piece of penny candy and that'll bring it back up. All right. So, you know, they don't, they don't even think about that. You know, but that's that's what you're supposed to have on hand. So basically, keeping and understanding what it is you're dealing with with uh, with each client and whatever it is that uh, that might be plaguing them, whatever it is that the uh, ailment they may have or issues right. that they have. Right. Okay. Now let me ask you this. Now, <clears throat> this is a common thing that I'm hearing, and um, uh, it's on the news a lot. It's on commercials. Uh, as far as being a man, low testosterone, low testosterone levels, low T. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now I know there. Uh, it's on the news that they're constantly talk about. You know, you need to up your T. You need to up your T because as you're getting older, you know, uh, you might be uh, in your late 30s, early 40s. You know, your testosterone levels start to go down, and it's hard to build muscle and things like that. For for our, the men out there who are dealing with this, what are some of the natural things that they can do to help? Uh, elevate their testosterone levels and keep them at the optimum levels for them to maintain muscle mass, uh, build muscle if they're trying to build muscle. Because the way they're talking about it, it sounds as though, you know, after you reach a certain age, you can't build any muscle. It's all downhill. And, and I we both know that to be untrue. So right. talk a little well, bit about you that. you have to continue to work out. You yeah. have to continue to work out. And uh, I won't say lift heavy. Okay. But I would say lift moderate okay. and get plenty of rest. And eat the food. All right. Now, when you say lift moderate, when you say lift moderate, I'm not saying go on five thousand pounds or squat five hundred pounds. Right. But I'd say one thirty-five, two hundred, whatever you can handle, and just squat that or or bench press that. Okay. And that's a you know a lot of people want to hit a max, and I I I totally I get, but when you look back in retrospect, it's like why did I do that? Right. I'm not I'm not I'm not who am I impressing other than myself? You know. you don't have to lift all that weight to stay in good shape. Right. A lot of people feel as if they have to lift all this weight, to, you know, and form integrity goes out the window. You promote injuries when you don't lift, lift correctly. And I try to tell people that, like, you don't have to lift all that weight. Okay. You know, just enough, you know, you can do high reps with a, with a weight, and it'll, it'll feel like a 1,000 pounds. Right, right. You know, but, yeah, some people just want to lift and, you know, then I see them, you know, weeks later, my shoulder, my knee, my back. I said, what were you doing? X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I guess so. Lift on that weight. Why? Why are we lifting on that weight? Uh, you know, I said, I, I really want to know why. You know, why are we lifting on that weight? What are you trying to prove? You're, you're in your 40s now. Okay. Because I saw this thing. It was really funny. It was uh, still on Instagram. I think I posted on my page. But it said, um, the picture of a guy and, you know, what we think when we bench 500 pounds, we're going to get all the chicks. <laughs> you know, we get we get a whole bunch of guys that get a whole bunch of guys. Guys, yeah, I, I know the guys too. You know, and, and it's like, you know, you think about like, yeah, that's true. You know, nice. I lift all this weight, and you know, I don't get any chicks. They don't care. You can lift a thousand or a hundred pounds. <laughs> you know, die. Why did you do that? They're all in your face. Right, 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 right. You know, right. Who's trying to try? Just you know, just calm down, lift the weights, and that's it. Well, you know, the, you 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 hit on something. I want to uh, ask you a question. You said about um, lifting moderate. My question is: right. Is weight training still a viable option for um, for older men? Uh, is it something that they you would suggest that they definitely do, or should they switch to maybe a calisthenic, or just is it being uh, athletic or or doing some type of activity in general that they can do? It's activity in general. The weight training will build. Well, the weight training will keep your bones strong. Okay. And it'll, it'll help you to keep the muscle mass that you have, and, and you might build some muscle mass too. Okay. Okay. 
you know, but it's it's just the kids movement. Right. All right. So, so why, Jeff, overall, why is it important for us men as we get older to exercise and remain active? For, but this is for the hard hits. I know we dropped a lot of information. It's all around us. All right. And, you know, here on the show, we're about keeping it 100 percent all the time. All right. Shooting the shit so that nobody has to go through the scientific rigmarole. Sure. Why is it overall most important for us men? to continue to exercise and move? Because we were designed to move. We weren't designed to sit still. Right. Right. I mean, I'm, I, that's as basic as it gets. We were not designed to sit still. We were designed to move. Our bodies were designed to move. You know, when you sit, you lose it. If you don't use it, you lose it. Right. So you know, and so, now, I, I kind of think I know where you're trying to go mm -hmm. with this one. But I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back for a second. <laughs> okay, okay. But I think I know where you're trying to go with this one. But uh, yeah, if you if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. You know, so if you're not working those muscles, and you're not if you're just sitting around the house, you're not going for a walk or riding a bike. You know, it's, it's, that's gonna start to turn out good for you. Right. Right. It's not gonna turn out good for you now. Uh, where you're trying to go, you know, I, I understand what you're trying, where you're trying to go with this. Where am I trying um, to go, Jeff? Where am I trying, trying to go? go? You're, trying to, you're trying to get into the ED situation. I know that's where you're trying to go. To, to the what? What is it? You're trying to get into the ED situation because the Viagra and all that, you know, and I can't be hard and I'm on blood pressure medication and blah, 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 blah. What? Honestly, I'm not. I really, I really okay. need this. Uh, it helps in the bed. It helps in the bed. It keeps the shit happy. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't. I wasn't, but I was well, really. No, you were thinking. I figured I just. No, no, no. Honestly, No, honestly, I was really thinking of the fact of just like you're saying, we, we are perpetual motion machines. Right. Like you said, we're made to move. But what I have heard, and and this is alarming for men my age and younger that I'm right. hearing from. You know, I should say, hearing from my age group and younger that. I'm seeing individuals reach a certain age level, like in their thirties, and they're like, "Well, I'm getting older." And I'm like, "Whoa, wait, what do you mean?" Right. You know, and it's it's disturbing to think that this is the mindset in these days. All the information that is flowing, that there's still ignorance about the fact that I'm getting older and I can't, I can't do, you know, I can't do still. And I find that that is the um, thing that is most plaguing for a lot of men now. It's like as we're getting older, they're slowing down. You know, they're slowing down to dangerous levels that don't need to be. And they're wondering, why, why can't I do? Why can't I do? Why can't I do? Or they're overdoing. So that's why I'm really, you know, uh, approaching this conversation because I feel that now that, you're, now that you brought it up, you know, we are doing these, and then we're wondering why we have dysfunctions in certain right. areas. You know, right. why we can't, you know, hey, why we can't uh, raise raise the dragon, if you know, in a sense. You know what I mean? Right. You know, right. so because we are not doing what it is as we're supposed to do as humans, which is move. Right. You know, so that's why I, I really uh, wanted to have this segment also. And for a lot of the men out there, because... I feel like we as men, we kind of have this shield around us like, no, I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm good. We're good. You know, and it's like things aren't good. You know, things are, are wearing down. And, you know, we, we need to learn to uh, maintain and maintain in the best possible way. So, you know, so that's definitely uh, what it is. Trainer's trainer. Always a pleasure. Jeffrey Snyder, thank you for joining us on today's show. We appreciate you. We're going to have you back because we, we've actually been getting a lot of feedback from you. All right. I didn't want to blow your head all up, but we, yeah, we have. Know, I'm a very humble guy. I, you know, that, I, I'm here to help people. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. As long as I'm helping people, I'm cool. Well, we thank yeah. you. We thank you for being on the show today, Jeff. Not a problem. Um, it's always a pleasure. Please, please drop us again. What is your Instagram and your email for the people out there that may want to contact you? I'm at, on Instagram. I am trainers trainer, and on um, and I'm actually g niles snyder at gmail dot com. 
G Nile Snyder. And we're gonna actually post that up on the uh, the show Instagram as well as uh the podcast uh okay. site so that individuals can contact you if they need to and, and ask questions if you need to. So fellas out yeah, there please feel free to DM me and, and uh if I'm able to help you I will. If I if I can't I will get the information and find out and get it and get back to you. Jeff, always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. You're now tuned in to the Daylight Fit Podcast. This episode of the De La Fit Podcast was brought to you by H2O. That's right, water. Tell them, Bobby. Lord, that, that, that's some heavy-duty heavy armpit saturation. That's an early warning sign of the dehydration. You got to have H2O. That's right, Bobby. Hey, you listening out there. Did you know that if you're an adult male, 65% of your body is made up of water? And if you're an adult female, 55% of your body is made up of water. That's right. That means that your body needs to stay hydrated. And not just during the summer months, but all year long. Me just talking right now helps to dehydrate my body. Add that up with sweating as well as doing number one throughout the day and you're going to dehydrate. That's right. You need to drink plenty of water. Stay hydrated. It helps your muscle mass. It helps your bones. It helps everything in your body. So the next time you're out there and you're looking for something to drink, I know it's tempting to grab a soda or juice, but eh, maybe fall back and drink some of that delicious 100% natural water. Right, Bobby? You got to have H2O. You're now tuned in to the Daylight Fit Podcast. That was the trainer's trainer, Jeffrey Snyder. Thank you, as always, one of my favorite people to have on the show. He's always a wealth of information, uh, one of my mentors and one of the individuals that have helped me in my journey, uh, my physical fitness journey as well. I hope everybody that tuned in and uh, listened to the uh, segment, listened to the interview with him. Uh, can benefit from it please take that information back with you Uh, if not for yourself share it with somebody else that you think uh, may be able to use it a loved one a friend whoever because the truth of it is is that we all grow older and we want to be able to maintain if not maintain to uh, uh, enhance our health as we grow older and this is not just a, uh, a woman thing or a child thing or a young thing or old thing this is a human thing so uh shout out to the trainer's trainer jeffrey snyder for coming on and uh just giving us that information that uh i I know i'm gonna use i'm definitely gonna use in the near future for my clients as well as for myself next up next up that's right the continuation of the interview from last week with richard the ant hawthorne that's right the interview that you have all been waiting for the interview with richard the ant hawthorne part two is now coming up and we are going to continue where uh mr hawthorne less left off last week uh talking about his um uh, motivation excuse me talking about his views on lifting and being an elite lifter and much much more so let's start thank you for tuning in and you know where you are that's right you're with the daylight fit podcast let's do it daylight fit podcast as an elite as an elite athlete like what like not not so much what goes through your head but it's just like when you cheer up and you let the emotions take over and then you're like, okay, I let it go. I'm done. And you just do it. Like what, what brought you to that point? Like what, what, what helps you reach that level of, of, of that, that, like that mindset level? Well, I, I didn't know. I mean, ever since I was young, my first, my first national meet, um, that's what I was known for. My very first national meet at eight, at 18, Got my first world record, a 503, um, then lifted 123. Um, um, that's, that's what happened is when I get ready to, um, when I get ready to, uh, lift, I'm sorry, somebody's kicking me. Um, when I get ready to lift, um, yeah, you have all the emotions and all that. I always tear up because, it's 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 just so much, so much that you know I want to give. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I want to show that 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 that's possible. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. 
actually it's more like I don't want to dis- disappoint anybody right. out there that comes to watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, to, to tell you this, it's the same format in life. You know, this is this is through and through. Listing has taught me everything. When I say everything, I mean like like. It's a key. I found out a key that I would say you would call the key. It's, it's the same format. When you want to do something new, say you had a job and you've been having this job for, for seven years and you locked in there and, and everything is working out, you're making this money, but you're not, you're not happy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, this one opportunity sounds awesome. It's something you always wanted to do. You know what I mean? Um, but you're going you're gonna to come out at first making less money, you know what I mean? So it's, 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 it's a big con, con, contrast, contrast to where, you know, that's what you love to do, but this is security. I'm already in this, you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is what goes on in those moments that happens every day in our life, it's making that decision to face that fear. That's what that is. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's facing that. It's facing that fear, making that decision to step forward in the unknown. You see what I'm saying? That's what that is. Is that passion of this is what I love doing, but I don't know what's going to happen, so I have to let go. You see what I'm saying? So it pushes you on that ledge, and it pushes you in that flow. So when I say that flow, it pushes you in that ram of Jordan in the last quarter, you know what I mean, where everything just goes the way he wanted to go and the body is just reacting and the mind is not thinking. Everything is just a reaction at that point. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's where it pushes you. When you understand when you understand those moments of I don't know what's going on, I don't know what's gonna happen, but this is what I wanna do. Let me let go and see what happens. You see what I'm saying? So that's a, that's a scary thing. And that's where that fear and that doubt is at. But it's freeing. You know? So that's what that is. So in short, just like embracing embracing what it is because you know that you love it and just embrace it mm-hmm. what it is no matter what and just let things be. Yep. Exactly. Right. Right. And And, and, and when you do that, when you do that, that's when the body acts natural. And people under, people don't understand. They think, you know, my body is, is made for this or that. You know what I mean? Right. But you said it, and people don't understand it. People don't understand it. And you said it earlier. You was like, when I first seen you, I thought you was six something, <laughs> 200 something pounds. Yeah. You wouldn't think, you wouldn't think I was six something, 200 something pounds if my body wasn't proportional. Right, right. You, you, see, you see what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> When you look at me, people think I got long arms, but from learning how to let go, the body has taught me how it wants to re- how it wants to be operated because I let go and allow the body to operate the way it needs to o- operate. Right. I, you know that's what? That's the difference. With, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. That, that's the difference between what I do and everybody else that's trying to muscle up and control and have that outward uh, motivation or putting out outward motivation by yelling and screaming to themselves and stuff like that. No, you're trying to control the situation. You can't control anything in this, in this existence. Right. So you let it go, and you'll be taught by your body. Mm. It, 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 I was just about to say, it's interesting you brought this up because, again, before um, we called you, I brought up something. Uh, I was looking up some of your um, your records and things like that, but I stumbled upon a starting strength uh, thread, and I thought it was very interesting as individuals describe you and what it is that you do. All right, and <laughs> it, it it if to read it, it's nothing negative, but I would like to say that in. It, you know, it's, it's somewhat excuses, and at the same time, it seems like you're, uh, you work for Tony Starks and you're one of the X-Men. Alright? Like, <laughs> like, like, you're, you're, you're the, the, one of the Avengers that we just don't see in the, in, in the background. 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the word that I'm seeing is anomaly. Um, that that was the one thing that I, I thought was interesting because in talking to you, and and you 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 stated several times you allow your body to do what it is that it's supposed to do. Um, but everybody that I was, as I'm, I was reading it, they were just like, well, how is it that you're you know, we're taught you're supposed to, you know, you get bigger. That's how you get stronger. You know, you're you're doing this, and that's how it is. And you're you're breaking the so-called status quo, all right? Which mm-hmm. is something else that I again that drove me to your, I want to say your method or your science of how you teach, which I really thought was interesting mm-hmm. because one, you're what I like to say, and this is my words in my mind. You're naturalistic in your teaching. It's very simplistic, which is, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of, you know, you, you constantly said, you know, use your, the body's energy, you know, and things of that mm-hmm. nature. Um, how do you answer? Well, I don't want to say how do you answer. What is it that you find is the biggest problem dealing with strength training today? Um. Two two things. Um, first is man, it's man, that's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all sim- simultaneous. You, you see what I'm saying? It's, it's it's all simultaneous. One is the one the emotional takeover. Okay, you got a big guy. People like watching big guys, right? And they see them move big weight. You know what I mean? And they see how the body operates, so they observe how the body operate, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between kinesiology and uh, gymnastics? Mm. So you have you you have a person who's you have a person who's um, observing a body, and you have a person that's doing this and knowing what the body is is, is doing. You're right. feeling what the body is doing. So. You look at the muscles and you're saying, well, this pulls here, that does that. So if I want to do this, I have to make this muscle do this. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So so that's a problem. And going back, being an observer and seeing these people, these bigger guys do this stuff, they're muscling things up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, he did this. That's how you do that. You see what I'm saying? Right. And then you go back and say, well, the muscle is operating, the muscle, this particular muscle does this, so I got to make that muscle do that. So all that is control. You're trying to control the body. You see what I'm saying? Right. They have no idea, and I always say this, and it goes, I say, don't want to turn it explicit, but but take porn, because that that, that gets people's attention when you say porn. Right. Let's take porn, right? Okay? And... You have these two people, you know, having sex. Most of them say, oh, man, that looks good, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Uh, this is the whole new position, whatever, you know. And uh, and uh, you you see that, you feel like, okay, that may look good, whatever. But at the same time, you have no idea what they're doing. That guy could be, be hurting, an old girl can be raw as hell because they're actors and they get paid to act. Right. But you have no, no goddamn, excuse my language. No, you can You have no, mm-hmm. okay, you have no way of knowing what they're feeling and how, how is this going. Right. You can mimic all you want, but you don't know what they're feeling. You don't know what they're going through. You know what I mean? Right. So right. how can you see somebody listen and say, okay, I'm going to do it just like that? Just like cooking, you can you can see somebody put the ingredients in, but it ain't gonna come out the same. Right. Nope. You know. Right. <laughs> so, so it's the same. It's the same thing. Okay. So we have that, we have that issue. Okay. But now with that issue, we have all these years of that going on, and these cues and all that that's been going on for so long. Now the body. Everybody's body from from junior high up because all the coaches use the same shit, mm. the same shit. Now, not only they can't they can't understand the literature or the the the, uh, the dialogue of what I'm talking about, 
the muscles are already conditioning. Like right now, everybody, the majority of everybody, posterior chain is overworked. Mm. So I have to go in and recondition the body. So when you started with me, we did a lot of reps. Yes. Yeah. Load of reps. I have to get <laughs> exactly. So I have to get rid of all the imbalances. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the 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 literature or the dialogue that you have learned. So that's the biggest issue, and it's and it's the only way to fix that is to get you my job or any other trainer or anybody else. Our job is supposed to get you to feel what I feel. Right. Right. Okay. So there's three ways of learn. There's, there's there's only three steps to to getting somebody to learn something. It's first dialogue. Then get them to do it. Then you can go back, and when you get it, you can go back and watch video. You can't watch video first. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. So to learn something, uh, I mean, there's another step of the process of learning, but to learn something, the things the teacher has has to do is dialogue, get them to fill it, and then, you know, you can watch footage. Mm. So that's that's the whole key about teaching is it's still whether it's whether it's something physical like listening or it's sales because when somebody's selling something they get in that zone and they feel when they own they feel that it's a right. feeling right you see what I'm saying you have to teach that feel man that's that that it, it sounds so simple when you say it. But just like you're saying, the one thing dealing with what's going on out here is this. It's literally a a left turn where everybody, excuse me, I should say, it's a right turn where everybody's going left, what you're saying. Yeah. You know, it, it's literally yeah. that because I don't hear many people discussing it the way you're discussing. Like I heard you, um, I think you were doing another interview and you were saying about where the strengths of human beings at this time where we should be in terms of lifting. And I thought it was phenomenal what you were saying, Mm -hmm. you know, and you were just like, just on the natural movement of the body, you were saying about how individuals, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, should be breaking, I think it was over at the time of the, um, I think it's like a thousand pounds. Cause I think, Eddie, yeah, I think he had just broken a thousand pounds or so, and you were like, human beings should have been breaking breaking that, based on proper knowledge of how the body is used, and I thought that was just phenomenal. What you were saying, I think that was that was either um I had did two little video. One video was a uh, I don't remember that. Um, I did a I was doing Q and A's. On on Instagram, and then I did a um, I had did a little series called the Ants Perspective, and I went I went a little diff I went a little deeper uh, on my YouTube uh, on that on that uh, on that subject. Yeah, right. I remember that. Right. Um, um, to, to to add to 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 that, um, basically, you know, with bigger guys, you know, people are you know are excited about you know the the deadlifts and all that going up now, you know what I mean? Right. But really, the reason why it's taken bigger people forever, and they're still not close. A-Hall may be just not scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is when you have mass, I was at 18, well, yeah, age 18. At that point, I understood in order for me to get stronger, my body no longer can influence any kind of weight. None. I can't, my mass cannot influence weight any longer. Now, when you have mass, no matter what you do, you're going to take advantage, whether you know it or not, of that mass. Right. You see what I'm saying? Until you get to a certain amount of weight. And that weight, haven't they haven't reached that yet. Eddie Hall, maybe, or whoever's up there now, maybe is just scratching the surface. Now, after age 18, 
and I'm 30, I'll be 35 this year. Okay. Having that understanding, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of going, going through that, you know what I mean? To tweak, you know, the little things and having that understanding and not only that, making sure, and, and I just, I, I didn't eat that much. I don't eat that much, you know what I mean? Okay. And the biggest key for me is, is that I stay the same way. People fluctuate weight all the time. And your proportions change with that. So think about me staying the same way for all these years and working those grooves and how strong those grooves and patterns are. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. And so, so go ahead. Now, now when you say uh, how it, I'm, I'm trying to make sure about influence, and this is just for the people that are listening. Can you explain a little bit more about talking about how the influence? Yes. Weight moves weight. Period. Right. Weight moves weight. You see what I'm saying? So you, a bigger guy don't even have to use that much strength because his, their their mass is going to influence that weight to move in the get-go. Okay. Does that make sense? Right. So that's, that's, the, that's the whole key of understanding, you know what I mean? You're going to use, and weight, using weight is nothing but momentum, and I hate momentum. I hate speed. The word momentum, speed, explosion. All that is garbage when it comes to moving an inanimate object. You moving an inanimate object. Mm. You're missing out on work. And explosion is exactly what it is. What's the original definition of explosion? Destruction. Destruction, Destruction. yep. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Destruction, that's what what you're doing to your body. Even with, okay, even with Olympic lifting, there is a right way of using the, the explosion part of of Olympic lifting is just the the the, the travel the traveling of the bar the extension of the joint and the traveling of the bar is the momentum and explosion that's what that is not the explosion of getting it off the ground ripping it off the ground no mm-hmm. the moment the, the the explosion is when the joints come to the full extension the ankle knee hip shoulders extension of the bar is going to travel. That's the explosion. That's the momentum. You generated the power, the solid power, solid drive, and then explosion is the momentum part of the lift. Of the lift, right? You see what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. they, they don't, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't understand that. They don't see that. But, but um, um, that's what weight does. Weight will Weight is momentum, essentially, because if I'm weighing heavier than something and I lean on it and I'm not using my energy, I'm giving that that, that object that I'm leaning on momentum. I'm giving it energy just by, purely by my mass. Right. So um, for for with that understanding, you know, when they finally get to a certain weight, you know what I mean, then they're at a point of the body having to learn how to connect mm. and build as a unit. So now we're talking about you got to have time. You it's going to take time. So why tall people, young kids, and young young uh, boys and girls um, in between the ages of uh, twelve and fifteen, why they 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 um, they they usually have a lot of issues moving around when they're you know, long and skinny is because their core and their body is not connected. It's everywhere. But when when bigger people and and you know thinner, taller people um, have that time at a certain weight, then the body starts connecting and developing as a whole. But I got that, you know, at a younger age, even 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 before age eighteen, that's just when I started to understand. You see what I'm saying? Right. So. So that's the whole key. So when they start to under, when they get to that point of their weight and then get the years of utilizing that, then that's when we're going to start seeing some nasty shit. Right. Right. Humans breaking, breaking major records. <laughs> exactly. Because, because I, I tell you this right now, people, people don't think about it. Records. You know, it's always going to be broken. Once somebody sees it's possible, 
no matter what's put up there. Right. Anything is possible. It just has to be seen done. Right. You know? Right. Right. So, so I don't care what's put up there, it's eventually going to be broken. Because so, people are going to start evolution. People are going to start doing, even, even if it's wrong, even if they're doing it wrong, our body is able and capable of, um, of of those things. Now, when you finish doing it, when you finish off there all those years of doing the wrong, you have consequences. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, well, then I have a question with that. And this leads into the other side of lifting, which I'm sure you've heard plenty of these questions before. But I'm going to ask this based on the fact of, like you're saying, how we're trained to move in a certain way based off of outside perception. How do you feel that along with uh, PEDs influence what is going on as far as strength-wise? You fucking up your your physical potential, and then you truly fucking up your mental potential. Mm. You done. You done. That's your ace ace card. Right. Right. Because you're going to have to be on there because – you're gonna to have to continue to take that because once you once you take that and you get off for a little bit, you're gonna always chase a, chase that thought. Well, when I was on there, I was doing this and I was doing that, and that feeling of man, the recovery of that or this. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like you're you're playing in your head, and you're gonna be forever stuck because you had that little bit of taste. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And on top of that, after you take it, you know what I mean, physically, then you're taking away your development of testosterone, your natural development of testosterone. I mean, we already fighting the food with testosterone, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, everybody, testosterone levels is low nowadays. Yeah, that's true, because it's you know commercial, you know, <laughs> low testosterone, tea, and things like that. That's, that's going out. <laughs> yeah. But really, and, and to be honest, it's really not about testosterone. It's about what the, what you're passionate about and what you want. Because the mind creates everything. The mind creates everything. Just like people think they get sick because it's cold or whatever or this or that. No. It's your mind. When you, when you're thinking something, therefore, your body is going to create a certain hormone or overdevelop or, or un, undercreate that or, you know, that that hormone. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. People think they're getting sick because of things they're in contact with. No, you're getting sick because what you're thinking on a daily basis and then you're getting, you come in the counter with something else that, of course, if, if this hormone is not coming out, then it's going to affect you. You see what I'm saying? So, so basically... It's not that... It's a mind over matter. That's what you're you're really talking about. A higher discipline of a mind over matter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Truly potent information from a truly uh intelligent and elite athlete, Richard DeAnt Hawthorne, sharing some outstanding and profound information about his thoughts on lifting, uh strength training, and so much more. Potent. That's all I can say. Potent information. Uh, wow. I mean, um, it, it, the only thing I can say is that's we go. I, I would slow it down, but there's so much more for the show. That's all. That's this is so much. Uh, whoa. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying that just for the fact of um, if you think about how strength training and how uh, exercise and weightlifting is looked at in the Western society. I, I and, and I'm gonna be very careful how I do this, but um, we, I, in my opinion, here in Western society, we have a very skewed view of weight training. It's either looked at as a very vain activity, or it's looked at as a um, as a meathead type of bro sport or you know um i know individuals that don't quite understand it It, it, these are the same individuals that think that 
you're a health nut, if you question and you're very conscious about what you put in your body, what you eat, what you do. So to hear uh, an athlete, an elite athlete like Mr. Hawthorne and his approach, which in my opinion is a very human and a very humanistic approach, approach to weightlifting, to strength training, which is the fact of it's, it's basically blowing away the standard conventional thoughts that we have here in our in the Western world. Um, because it's more mind. It's more mind over matter than it is matter over brawn. If, 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 if that makes sense to everybody out there. Um, again, truly potent, truly profound information to be shared. We thank Mr. Hawthorne for his time. Um, wow. What's up? What's up next? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Dropping the jewels with Brittany Noel is next. Wait, 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 wait. Brittany Noel's not here. That's right. Brittany Noel is in Hawaii at this time. So who are we going to have to drop the jewels? I don't know. Let's, I don't know. You guys are going to have to tune in next and see what's, see who we have to, for the dropping the jewels section. I don't know. It's, I don't know what to say. It's. It's the Day Life Fit Podcast. It's time for Dropping the Jewels. That's right. The Dropping the Jewels section of the uh, podcast. And special guest for this week is Shawnee Butler. That's right. Florida's own Shawnee Butler. Uh, ace uh, personal trainer. Certified personal trainer. Very experienced and working with seniors and um and a variety of people right sean first of all sean yeah, are you there i'm here i'm here i'm so here what's going on shawnee how you been i'm good i'm good how about you i'm doing quite well you know this labor day weekend trying to get everybody lazy but you know we don't do lazy here <laughs> yeah you don't do lazy there no you're doing lazy here though you're doing, doing lazy there? Okay. Well, you're about to be unlazy right now because it's time for you to drop the jewels. So, Shawnee, we've been um, we've been discussing uh, here on the Daily Life Fit podcast recently aging. Uh, we had a special guest on earlier, Jeffrey Snyder, the trainer's trainer. And he was talking and discussing about men aging. We want to talk about now um, the flip side of that, you know, women and aging and dealing specifically with osteoarthritis and rheumatoid oh there are a lot of individuals out there who have these ailments who have these um these uh, uh situations going on with their bodies and they still want to maintain a half healthy uh way of life they still want to be active so shawnee what is it that they can do to uh help themselves build be stronger and uh overcome or uh this this uh these ailments that they have um well fitness period is a healthy way of life um one and the most important of course always is your nutrition um there's a lot of like uh, especially with rheumatoid arthritis there's a lot of inflammation of the joints and things like that so you want to make sure that you're eating a lot of um a lot of herbs there's a lot of natural herbs that take away turmeric um for example it's a great anti-inflammatory i use it um as a matter of fact just about every night every morning and every night i um drink it before going to bed it's one of the um, best things for um the inflammation and there's you know a lot of other things just read up on natural remedies for inflammation but also um a lot of resistance training and i mean like uh just band a lot of band work i have a lot of clients that have arthritis and one of the first things we start with is just uh, basically opening and closing of the hands and the feet so you're clenching your feet and your fingers into a ball and then you just release it you kind of want to do this like every day first thing in the morning I have them, like, pretty much on a regimen where they just, you know, when they get up, you sit down on the side of the bed, you, you know, flex your toes and your hands, and you ball them up into a fist. 
Um, do that just about 10 times. Then you want to just start with, you know, like your elbows, raising them up to your, touch your shoulders, just down and back, down and back. So basically you're just kind of getting your joints lubed up and working. Okay. You know, that's uh, one of the things. You want to stay with like a lot of fluid motions, not a lot of jumping, jarring, twisting. Um, well, there's some twisting, but you really want to be careful with like rolling the hips and things like that. But um, just want to uh, get yourself like moving and going. Uh, osteoporosis is our uh, osteoarthritis is more so in the bones. So of course, resistance training, um, weights, it has been proven to help with bone density. Okay. So um, I've actually had a nurse tell me once she could tell the difference in some of her older patients that are actually beginning to pick up weight that their bone density has changed. Well, so, so, so wait a minute. Hold, hold on one second. Let me just make sure we're following you so far. So for rheumatoid arthritis, you're talking more about, uh, you say, more resistance training in the sense of low impact and bands. Yeah. For osteoarthritis, you're saying more uh, actually weight. weight resistance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Weight okay. resistance, yeah. Yeah, so rheumatoid, you basically want to keep everything fluid. So that's where your swimming comes in, um, biking. But I would stay on the recumbent bike, not the actual bicycle bicycle. Okay. But um, the recumbent bike for most people to have, especially if you have some type of hip issues or anything like that. Now, is that similar um, to the elliptical? Uh, no, the the. Uh, the cumbered bike is the one you sit on and you're just pedaling with your feet, like kind of out in front of you. Got you, got you. The elliptical is not bad either, but if you have any type of knee issues, you kind of want to be careful with that as well. So what are yeah. the what are the type of machines uh, that different individuals what, that might have rheumatoid or have uh, osteo should stay away from? What type of machines should they definitely stay away from? Um, definitely stay away from you want to really be careful of the um it just all depends on your body. The elliptical, you know, you kinda it's okay, but you still wanna be careful because if you have any type of knee issues and this goes for anybody. Knee issues you stay away from the elliptical, you wanna stay away from the treadmill and you wanna stay away from um the actual the bike, the regular bike. Okay, like the stationary um, bike. Right, you're stationary, but because you're putting um, you're you're putting stress on your joints and things. Right, right. Um, the ski or there's like a skier. It's kind of different than the actual um, elliptical. Or if your elliptical stays in like a just a lower, it doesn't rise up. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, the uh, the inclined elliptical. I know what you're talking about. Right, like, well, like not the Right. You don't want that one, but if you have the one where you're just gliding, basically. What about, a, what about, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I, I okay. have this quick question. I have to get it out before I forget. What about the uh, rowing machines? Should they stay away from rowing machines? Um, rowing machines can be okay if, if you don't have, like, hip and back issues. Ah, okay, okay. Okay, yeah, if you have hip and back issues, um, you don't want to stay, you know, you want to stay away from. I would say if you have hip and back issues, your best bet for any type of cardio is that pool. Get in the water, flow with the pool. Okay, okay. Um, pretty much, that's pretty much what, you know, if my um, clients are willing to, we do pool exercises. We do like a lot of our exercises in the pool because that just takes away all the, um, stress on joints and things like that. So, and you know, they like they tend to enjoy it. It's more therapy than it is actually working out. Okay. So basically, so, so basically, you're saying may, uh, for both, you want to do more fluid motions if you have the mm -hmm. arthritis, just to go over it again. Um, right. Bands are, are good for uh, to keep that fluid mm -hmm. motion, to strengthening the the muscle and uh, keeping the joints nice and uh, 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 healthy. For yeah. osteoarthritis, more weight resistance. Now, when you say weight resistance, we're not talking about like going in there and going like hardcore. We're talking about moderate. Am I correct? 
Right. We're talking about moderate or you go hardcore when you're able to go hardcore. It's always a building process. Okay. None of us that are lifting heavy weights, you know. I've got an eighty year old woman that actually, you know, deadlifts about, you know, seventy five pounds. Okay. I mean when she started it was just a bar. Right. And she's she's only about uh feet. If that lady's five feet, I'd be surprised. But I mean, when she started she was barely getting the bar. You okay. know what I mean? But and she suffers from she has osteoporosis like paralysis, osteoporosis, I think. Okay. So she's kind of like hunched over, but um, she said that she's, um, you know, gone to the doctor and there's been, you know, some improvement in her bone density and things like that. So right. she just feels great. So I mean, it's always a building process. But yeah, to start out with, you just want to start out, you can start out with low weight, you know, um, moderate repetitions. You don't want to, and they're doing 20 reps because then you'll cause inflammation in all your joints and things so just enough to um you know give you a little resistance and give you a little nice little workout and and you just touched on that but give us like a and, and this is just an example for everybody out there because of course mm-hmm. we don't before you try any of this we want you to of course contact your doctor your physician yeah. all right and definitely definitely Make sure you have a certified personal trainer or somebody that you can reference and talk to to at, who is at your convenience. That way, bef- before you try or to attempt any of these exercises. But what, what what would be a safe rep scheme for somebody who was getting ready to do uh, exercises who had osteoarthritis or rheumatoid arthritis? I would say no more than 10 reps. Okay. Um, you know, two sets. Maybe two, three sets, depending on your, yeah, two sets or three sets. You want to make sure that you're definitely taking 35, you know, um, 45 to a minute rest between sets. Okay. And that's the key thing, too, to, you know, building some healthy muscle is you want to make sure you're taking that rest. Um, You know, as opposed to, our muscles are like the rubber band. So if you keep flinging that and popping that rubber band, those muscles are not going to tighten up. They're just going to get flabby. So that's the whole point of taking that rest in between is to let those muscles kind of constrict back and get tighter. So now you're going to, like, that's where your building process is kind of coming from. Almost like that stretch reflex uh, situation. Right. Uh, that stretch reflex in there. I still remember yeah. school. I still remember. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. Right. Shawnee Butler, Shawnee Butler, everybody. Thank you for coming on to the show this week. Uh, we really appreciate you stepping in for um, Brittany Noel, who is in Hawaii. Or she, yeah, she's she's in Hawaii. Well, she's probably back by by now, but you know what? We're we're hating a little bit. Just had I known she was in Hawaii, I don't know if I'd have done this. No, you know what? <laughs> So, Shawnee, drop drop your Instagram for everybody and your email so in case they want to ask you any questions or um, get in touch with you. Okay. Um, Instagram is lovinshawneeb, uh, lovin underscore shawneeb in Instagram. And my email, burnbuddyfitness at gmail.com. Shawnee, thank you. Always a pleasure. Yeah, always my pleasure. Anytime. You're now tuned in to the De La Fit Podcast. Come to the end of our podcast journey for today. We'd like to thank everybody for tuning in and listening, uh, spending your time with us. Whether you're a new listener, an old listener, we thank you so much for your patronage. Um, definitely, if you like what it, what it is that we're doing here at the Daylight Fit Podcast, we can always use your support. And you can support us by like, following, and sharing the information, as well as subscribing, depending on the platform you're on. You might be on Spotify, you might be on Google Play Music, iTunes, whatever the platform you're listening to us on, Encore. Please like, follow, share, subscribe, because uh, that helps us to help others, you know, to build up uh, our podcast and to really, really reach more people. 
with the information and, and the passion that we're trying to deliver and this good feeling that we're trying to deliver out to the world. Uh, thank you so much again. Also, thank you to our guests, the trainer's trainer, Jeffrey Snyder, Richard the Ant Hawthorne, Shawnee Butler stepping in for Brittany Noel, Rob Olilifter Miller. We thank all of you for being a part of the De La Fit podcast uh, this week and just being a part of our family. We, that's how we look at you all. This, this is the village. This is the village. It takes a village to raise a child. Well, we're all children to somebody. And to the great God of the universe, we're all his children. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to each one, teach one, and help each other. And this is what we're about here at the Daylight Fit Podcast. Uh, we don't go about doing it in the normal way. But there really is no normal way when it comes to trying to assist humanity. So with that being said, also, if um, if you want to reach out to these guests, if you have any questions for these guests, before I forget, you can reach us at daylightfit13 at gmail.com. That's daylightfit13 at gmail.com. That's let me spell that out for you. D-E-L-A-F-I-T. 13 at gmail.com it's a funny thing i almost forgot that right there you have no idea how much information is flying through my head right now um and that's in case you want to get in touch with any of the guests that are on here we will also be listing their information on our social media our instagram platform which can be hold on let me see if i can pull that up real, real quick uh which is day underscore la underscore fit podcast that would be de underscore la underscore podcast so you can reach us there on instagram and we also uh post the guest information there as well so again you can reach us by email or you can reach us again through that i'd like to thank everyone personally again for spending their time with us i am philly's number one son aka the body alchemist if you'd like to reach me you can also find me at the underscore body underscore alchemist spell a-l-k-a-m-i-s-t all right and we appreciate you so much i appreciate you thank you have a happy healthy fit day You're now tuned in to the Daylight Fit Podcast. <laughs>